How can you spot a con artist versus an actual professional out in the business world? This is a very legitimate concern for most people getting started in business, and myself, having been very naive when I got started, fell for some of the con artists that are lurking in the shadows. Do not be afraid. In this episode, I'm going to go over how to spot con artists, how to make sure you never get caught up in one of their schemes, and how to help you guys move past all of it and be the best possible business person or freelancer you can be. Let's do it. Hey guys, and welcome to the Freelance Fairy Tales podcast. I'm Alex Fasulo, your host, six-figure freelance writer, serial entrepreneur, Fiverr Pro seller, and digital nomad. You've come to the right place if you want to know more about working for yourself online as a freelancer today. I've been freelancing for over six years, and I want to share what I've learned with you. Professionals versus con artists. Someone submitted this topic and at first I was like, hmm, I'm not sure I would know what to say about that. That seems almost kind of random. And then I realized it's actually not random at all. And every time I sit down to write my show notes, this topic keeps jumping out at me off of my screen here, which I know is a sign that I should speak to it. If God is nudging me to talk about it, I'm going to talk about it. So here we go. You guys are going to get my brain dump on this topic. Lucky you. As always, if you guys are enjoying the podcast, please, please like, review, or save it to show your support. I'm really working on getting better numbers so I can have even better guests for you guys on here. So thank you for everyone who has done that. So when I first started freelancing, I was naive in regards to the business world. Obviously, anyone is when they're doing something for the first time, and that's okay. It was just me, my laptop, and a bunch of different Starbucks in Brooklyn, specifically Brooklyn Heights. (laughs) I woke up, worked for basically 12 hours a day, and then I went to bed. I didn't even know that it could be done in any other way. I always figured any other business person out there was basically busting their ass like I was. I was very naive to what could actually be going on in the world. I didn't even really know what a con artist was. I'm from a very small village. Yes, it is called a village in upstate New York. That's how few people lived there. And I did feel like growing up, I was probably sheltered somewhat from the world or the reality of how the world can be. And my 20s has definitely been a crash course for me on what lurks and looms in the world. But luckily, I sit down here and I share it with you guys so you don't have to be as naive as I was. Funnily enough, in New York City, I ran into a lot of con artists, or professional grifters, as I like to call them. It never occurred to me that you could ride on somebody else's money while blasting out a brand that implies that you're making all of that money on your own. And honestly, in a funny way, and I don't I don't mean this in a I support these people way, but honestly, power to these people for being cunning and in their own way, smart enough to make it work. It's not for me since I need to be able to sleep at night and chat with God when I lay down. But either way, these people are technically hustling in their own funny, horrible way. And a little bit about me, you guys, I do find humor in everything, including dark things. It's always how I've processed stuff. So when I say it's funny that there's con artists that do this, I don't actually mean that it's good or it's funny. It's my own sense of humor. So if you're listening to this and you don't understand why I would find that funny, I'm just giving you guys some background on me. 
I more so see it as everyone else's responsibility to be able to distinguish between a professional and a con artist. So that's what I'm going to help you guys with in this episode. I have had a few money and business problems by definitely being too naive and trusting some of these people who were very clearly con artists when I look back on it. And I want to share what I have learned with you guys so you don't make the same mistakes because being over-trusting and working with or trusting a con artist can definitely be dangerous financially. It can be dangerous in a relationship way. It can just be not good. So I do want to help you guys identify if you are dealing with a con artist because there is plenty of them floating around the world out there. And I do find they love to congregate in bigger cities, technically. I'm not saying that's where all of them are, but you can definitely find a lot of them in bigger cities. So here are some of the warning signs that I now look for when identifying a con artist. And it could be at any level of my business. It could be with a potential business partner. It could be with a product someone's trying to sell me. It could be anything. First up, they are people who get other people to do free work for them. Think about that. It's almost like a cult effect. One thing you know, you're believing in this cause that this person's shared with you, and next thing you know, you've donated 1,000 hours of your life for free to something that is benefiting someone else. If there is no clear compensation outline, run. Please run. You guys, I can't tell you how many times I, in my life, in my 20s, was swept up into things that I was not compensated for because I was tricked. And I am a hard worker, and if I believe in something, and if I feel like I'm doing good by it, I will show up and I will put in the work. And when I kind of had this epiphany one day, I was like, oh my God, oh my God. I have been doing all of this for free and I have gotten nothing in return. There is no need to work for hours upon hours for free, period. And when I say free, I mean that you're getting zero in return for this transaction. Obviously, it's important to do free work to build up your portfolio. You guys have heard me say this, but even though it's free work, you are still getting something from that transaction. You are getting a portfolio sample that you're going to be able to share with all of your potential clients, which is going to win you over business and make you money. So beware of a relationship in which you get absolutely zero from it while somebody else is profiting off of your time. That alone could be a book, really, but truly, think about it. If there's ever somebody in your life who is sucking in so much of your time and energy to talk to them on the phone or make their life better or help them achieve something, and at the end of the day, if you're looking there going, what did I get from this? Like, I've spent hundreds of hours on the phone with this person, and all they're doing is being an energy vampire and sucking up my goodness. That's, in a way, a, a con artist and just run. There should always be something else that the person is giving in a transaction. So whether it's a partner or even a good friend, you know, if you're going to spend two weeks being there for that friend, they're going to spend another two weeks being there for you after that. There's always got to be an equal balance in the relationship. Secondly, con artists play to emotions more than anyone else. I have also learned this one the hard way. They are masters at manipulating emotions and feelings. They get people to spend money on them by tapping on their heartstrings. Oh my God, the amount of times this has happened to me in my life because I'm one of those people, if someone tells me they need help, I can't help but go and help them. And that's its own problem and thing that I need to work on in my own life. But man, people really have gotten me this way. These are people who will not provide any actual information, tips, or actionable steps to get to where they are. And I'm talking about these other people who are online 
like me sharing a certain story or accomplishment or they're putting out a campaign and they're telling you all this stuff and they're saying everything they're saying so much with saying so little we know all the politicians in our country are masters at that they may talk about it in theory with a lot of vague words like saying they are committed to a certain cause and are doing everything they can to make the world a better place that should always be a red alert you should always hear that and go hmm Every single human being on the planet has an inherent amount of sin. We were born with it. There's nothing we can do about it. There is not a single person on this planet who essentially is Jesus Christ trying to walk around and be actually perfect and make no mistakes. That doesn't happen ever. So when someone's whole thing is, I'm a Mother Teresa, I'm trying to make the world a better place, I'm so good, that should be just a red flag immediately. You should sit back and go, okay, that sounds nice, right? We all want to save the rainforest. We all want to help the planet. We all want to help the children. But what are these people actually doing? Do they have a specific service? Do they have a foundation? Beware of a lot of these foundations. A lot of these philanthropic people are not doing what you think they're doing. Is there proof they are actually working towards what they say they are? Can you find an actual paper trail to prove it? This is why I am extremely cautious where I donate my money personally. I read a study a couple years ago for a Fiverr order that said nearly 90% of charities do not allocate donated funds the way they are telling you they are going to. I spend personally weeks upon weeks researching a person or a place before I send my money there, and you absolutely should too. You should look for blatant transparency. There should be just transparency from start to finish. And I know a lot of people have gotten upset with me sharing these screenshots that show the money I've made on Fiverr. Or I've been really transparent about finances and all these people will write on it and go, wow, brag much? She's such, you know, braggart. I love that word, braggart, brag much. And I'm like, you know what? I could either do it this way or I could show you guys nothing and in essence be a con artist because you'll never know if I'm telling the truth or not. Professionals are transparent. They have nothing to hide. Con artists hide their proof in the shadows because there is no proof. They are going to play to your emotions to get you to forget that entirely. I have seen this played out so many times, like right before my very eyes, and you might be right now having your own epiphany, reflecting on it, going like, oh my gosh, that's this person. Or it could be a lot of your relatives, a lot of my... I won't go too deep into it. A lot of my distant rogue relatives are professional con artists, so it could be anyone. You know, this doesn't have to just be some random person who wants to do business with you. Thirdly, con artists come with an us versus them type of brand. Oh my God, when I see this on social media, it's like an immediate warning sign to me that this person is shady, immediately. I just see that and go, oh my God, I can't believe all these people don't know this. As part of a con artist's emotional pandering, they get people riled up by outlining a certain villain that everyone should get together and burn down as the mob. I always think of that scene from Beauty and the Beast when Gaston's in town telling everyone that the Beast is this horrible person that's going to kill all of them and he's got Belle and he's going to kill Belle and he gets them all whispered and they're like, oh, did you hear about this Beast? I didn't know about this Beast. We should all do something about this. And they all get their pitchforks and they light the fires and next thing you know, they're marching to the Beast's castle to go kill him. And half of these people now had never even heard of the Beast. They didn't even know if he was good or bad. They were just told he was bad. So they're like, you know what? I'm going to get at my pitchfork and let's go kill this thing. And I think of that scene all the time because I see a lot of that mob mentality play out on social media all the time in 
comment sections and captions when these con artist creators tell people, hey, this person tweeted this three years ago or this person liked this person's tweet in 2018, let's go get them. And I see all these people in the captions being like, I just found out where their sister works. Let's call up her high school and get her fired. Like, it's horrifying to me when I watch mob mentality play out. It's I have a fear of mob mentality. I'm always afraid the mob's gonna come for me one day. It's a really scary thing and a psychological phenomenon that plays out with humans all the time. It has throughout history and it's never gonna stop. And con artists know this. They're they're smart. They're actually so smart that they convince you that they're the good guy when they're really the master manipulator. So a con artist will identify a few villains and blast them all over their stuff. They get you mad at their targets so that you're more likely to spend your money and join their movement, their being the con artist. Instead of providing an actual service or information, they community organize and get everyone all angry and up in their feels. I can't tell you how many people on social media do this and they get so many people to buy their products and buy into this anger and this resentment and their services and they've all been tricked into thinking the con artist actually cares about them. Which brings me to my final con artist tip. Con artists care about no one else but themselves. This is actually the easiest way to spot a con artist and I believe it's their biggest weak point. They are narcissists, they are thieves, and they have zero integrity. They won't offer any helpful tools or do things for free to actually help people or highlight other people's successes or actually give a crap about other people. It will always be about them until the end of time. They may do a great job acting like they care about other people, but you really need to always do your research to find out if someone is actually just putting up a facade. Social media unfortunately empowers con artists way more than anything else that I've ever seen, which is why you wanna be really careful. I do believe most con artists can be found lurking on social media and obsessing over themselves. So social media can be a double-edged sword that way. But as always, please don't let social media deter you from following some actually incredible people and professionals who care and are changing the world with the information they are sharing. I know so many of them. I'm friends with so many of them. There are incredible people online that truly are trying to make the world a better place and their content should not be overlooked. It just takes an extra hour to comb through content to make your own judgment. When it comes to learning something new and changing your life, the person you are watching on social media shouldn't be telling you how to feel or they shouldn't be making you angry and upset and likely to join in this mob bullying. Instead, they should be making you feel inspired and empowered and creative and equipped with all the tools and information that they gave you to go out there and change your life, make your own calls and make your own judgments. Which brings me to one of my favorite topics I love to discuss. We live in a very hyper-emotional world today. Now hold on before someone yells at me for saying that. When I say that, it's not me shitting on emotions, okay? Emotions are important and they should not be ignored, but it is important to recognize if you are letting your emotions trump your rational reason and your gut intuition. I'm on a roll right now. Emotions can be good triggers to let us know if something is wrong, but your rational mind is what will allow you to go in and actually fix it instead of just stewing in these emotions in this mob mentality and grabbing your pitchfork. Your rational mind is what's gonna stop you and go, hold on a second, maybe I should calm down for a moment here. 
Swap constant emotionalism with a meditative practice instead. When I say meditative practice, it could be praying, reading the Bible, doing yoga, going on a walk, reading a book, whatever. Work on reacting in a calm and pragmatic way the next time something irks you. And it's okay to notice that it irked you. That's a sign there is something there for you to explore. But instead of immediately reacting with your arms up and the fire and the pitchforks and running through town to go burn down someone's house, Pause and take a deep breath. Right now, everyone pause and take a deep breath. Also, sorry my voice is blown out right now. I went to Nashville last week and anyone who's been to Nashville would know what that means. <laughs> Resting back into mindfulness will make it nearly impossible for a con artist to take advantage of you. Ding, ding, ding. That is the secret. That is how you defend yourself against these people. And you'll be able to spot them coming from a mile away before they even enter the room. You will be able to know just from their energy, and I know that sounds totally crazy and woo-woo when I say that, but the second someone comes into a room now, after all that I've been through and all that I've seen with my eight years in business, I can size them up energetically instantly. And I know this annoys some people who are close to me when I'll say to them immediately, good person, bad person, stay away from them, no good. They have integrity, they mean what they say. I know it in seconds, I'm sorry to tell you guys this. Don't be nervous if you ever meet me, okay? I'm not like trying to spot bad people, but if a bad person walks into the room, I immediately know it. There's been a lot of observation, of course, mindfulness, prayer, and learning on my end to get to this point, but being able to decipher a con artist from a professional is a very, very important skill to have in business since plenty of people are out here not doing any of this for the right reasons, and I would make the case that more and more people with each passing day are out here doing this for the wrong reasons. I can undoubtedly feel an energetic shift happening in our world right now where more and more people are giving up and giving over to the dark side. And I know this sounds like it's a Star Wars movie, but you know what? They made these movies after real life things and, and feelings and experiences, so maybe Star Wars is real, I don't know. But we can't let con artists ruin this for everyone else. We can't let a fear of being taken advantage of by these people stop you from enjoying all of the goodness that other people have to share. And nothing makes me madder than the people who have taken advantage of other people with online courses because I have taken online courses that have changed my literal effing life. My online courses have every last piece of information I know to share with people in them. They have helped so many people change their lives, but unfortunately, I see some people running around out here selling a course for like $5,000, ripping people off, ruining it for the rest of us. All that you can do is your due diligence to make sure you don't ever get ripped off. And if somebody's course is ever over like $900, you should just never buy it to begin with. No amount of information should be behind a wall, a payment wall of like $5,000. That, that's just automatically a scam to me. So please don't ever buy a $5,000 course. Really, courses should be $300 or less. And if they're ever more than that, do your research, you know, be, be diligent about it. And don't just automatically hate every person that has a course. There are good courses out there. I have taken them. If you guys ever want, I could always make a list to going over courses that I vouch for, if that would help you guys at all. But you guys know. Anyway, let me know if you liked this episode. I have a lot of new downloads, tools, and courses coming your way this year by popular demand. I've been listening to what everyone's been asking for, so I think you guys are going to be really happy with what I'm releasing. As always, I will keep you guys posted, especially on my Instagram and my Instagram stories is where I keep you guys updated on this stuff. And also, I have a ton of new YouTube content coming your way, which is all free. It's free. 
and I'm really excited about it. I'm starting off this YouTube season with a new episode every single Wednesday, and I really want to kind of, you know, ramp it up almost to a Tuesday and Friday release every single week. I'm really hitting this content stuff hard. I'm feeling a pull to get more onto YouTube and spend less time on a TikTok and do more of this longer form content like recording this podcast, which I hope you guys have been enjoying. So with that, I'm going to wrap this one up. I believe in you guys. Don't be scared of con artists. You are in the driver's seat of your life. Your con artists hold no power over you if you become vigilant and aware and if you practice mindfulness and if you check being constantly emotional over something, your emotions are just a personal trigger. It's your body's way of letting you know, hey, something's up here that you should maybe reflect on a little more. You should maybe think about and it's just your body doing you a solid. Thank you, body. Thanks for helping me out. I'm going to take that information and I'm now going to shift into my rational mind and do something actionable with it and I'm going to fix it. With that, love you guys. Be back soon.